Secret Spaces, everybody. Thanks for coming. This is a weekly Twitter space featuring core ecosystem contributors and news from around Secret Network and the rest of the Cosmos ecosystem. And today we have a pretty interesting discussion planned around inflation of the Secret Token. And we've had some discussion going on about this topic for quite a while within our community, but recently a proposal went up on chain and the inflation rate was changed on December 7th. So we decided it'd be good to have this public Twitter space to talk about this stuff and just have a casual conversation and make sure if there's anybody out there in the community who has questions about this or wants to join in the discussion, that they have a platform to do so. So that's what we're gonna be doing here today. We have quite a few speakers already here from the community. We have a couple of people from Shade Protocol we have Alex Idelson, CEO of Secret Labs. We have Asaf, a dev from Secret Labs. And we have Lisa Loud, the director of the Secret Network Foundation. So we have a stacked roster here today. I'm sure, we're going to have some interesting discussion. Um, we have a, a loose agenda, but I think we'll probably just see where the discussion takes us since we have so many people involved. Um, I guess to start out, let's just talk about this this past discussion that the community has been having and how it aligns with similar discussions that have been taking place within the Cosmos ecosystem about inflation. Um, does anybody want to start us off there? And if not, I will. If Alex doesn't want to go, I will. I think Alex might have dropped off. Oh, no, you're still there. No, I'm here. No, no, I'm right here. Do you want to just... Hey, go ahead. Go ahead, Lisa. Okay, well, um, I don't think I'm the expert here, but um, the community has been asking about um, a lot of questions about inflation. And uh, for quite some time, I think, I, I noticed this discussion was happening before I even joined. So um, we're responding to that. And Labs has been, uh, has been leading a research effort to figure out what parameters can be changed, what are the parameters that will and how they'll affect um, the the overall tokenomics, and in it, it's an exciting research project. Honestly, I've been learning so much about how the the network operates, and so recently, um, in anticipation of the results of this research project, which will take months, we decided to lower the inflation. Uh, to nine percent, so that's that's already happened. That that passed uh, on chain on chain proposal, and now we're still in the process of doing the rest of the research. But I know there's been a lot of questions about um, different parameters about burning, and I I think this is a wonderful opportunity for those questions to come out and get some answers from the people who who know these answers. So. 
with that, um, pass it back over to Patrick. Maybe first to start out, we just talk about why inflation is necessary in general in a delegated proof of stake network like Secret Network. I think within the Cosmos ecosystem, it's a concept that everyone is familiar with, but sometimes we have people coming in to our community who are not that familiar with Cosmos and the concept of an inflationary token, and they just see that as a bad thing. And they say, you know, why don't you have a maximum supply? Why is secret inflationary? But obviously, the way the network operates and the way that validators secure the network, it's it's necessary to have this component. Um, so you just have to find a balance, and that's what we've been trying to to work on. Um, maybe the Shade team would probably be good to speak about this. Carter, do you have any thoughts on this? Sure. So in a delegated proof of stake world, um, you need to be able to stop, you know, any given actor from acquiring the majority of like the block proposition, right? In terms of that consensus. So if someone owns over, you know, you know, you can you can talk about it as a classical 51% style attack. If if someone had enough tokens staked on the network, they could control consensus and start doing nefarious things and essentially compromise security. And so the way proof of stake gets around this is these networks offer an incentive for people to lock their tokens up, which makes it hard for an attacker to acquire that vast majority of tokens to attack the network because a bunch of them are um, locked up. But it's not you know, this, there's an opportunity cost to locking up your tokens. And so those stakers have to be rewarded with some form of an incentive uh, to provide that security versus doing uh, something else. And kind of the evolution of this is when a network starts, um, you really need to bootstrap that security and that mentality. And so these inflation rates start pretty high. Uh, but the problem with like super high inflation is then what happens is you have these kind of entrenched actors that have been there from the early days that are just kind of farming the inflation and selling the tokens and it ends up kind of um, hurting the, the quality of the token. And another problem is if you have really high inflation, the uh, people have to make a choice with their token. Do I go and participate in decentralized finance? Do I go and use my token in some consumer application or do I go and stake? And when staking is, when there's super high inflation, staking is very, very lucrative. So all these other opportunities are competing with, with, the, with, with staking as, as, an, as an alternative to what you do with your token. So by lowering inflation, uh, we're making it easier for people to go participate in decentralized finance and consumer apps on secret, um, which drives more utility and demand for the token, which ultimately improves the underlying economic security of the network. So. It's an interesting kind of balance and dance that has to be found, especially on Secret Network, where running nodes is more expensive than a traditional um, you know, Cosmos node. Uh, we have to be probably more on the side of inflation than against just because of those infrastructure costs. And I know that's the research that um, Alex Zadelson has been looking into. So yeah, that's kind of my summary of the, the situation. Um. I have like a comment or, or a question. So Carter, you mentioned that uh, staking kind of prevents a 51% or 66% attack. Uh, wouldn't like liquid staking kind of bring this problem 
back in a way. Uh, I'm just wondering what 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 does the panel here think? I would say liquid staking definitely introduces um, additional attack vectors because it's essentially a people turn in their 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 governance token, their staking token in return for this other token, and if that's governed by some other governance token and there's not consolidation there, you can have a Lido-esque situation on Ethereum. Yeah. So I would say it's definitely something that has to be carefully watched. I know on the Cosmos hub, they kind of have liquid staking token caps. Uh, but yes, agreed. It's definitely some form of a long-term attack vector if there's too much consolidation. Okay. Yeah, and, and regarding the validator economics, it's also I'm kind of wondering if anyone anywhere tried to tie the inflation to the price. Right, because I mean, if tomorrow or, or when secret is $10, but again, then, you know, if we look at the validator economics, then even a 1% inflation would probably cover, you know, I'm just guessing here, but would probably cover their costs. While, you know, right now we need this, I mean, we'll, we'll need to again figure out whether like, how much stake does a validator need to cover their cost with a with an current nine percent inflation? So, and you know, I'm kind of doing this, uh, uh, asking those questions as part of uh, our, our our ongoing or, or future research. Uh, so, do we know of anyone who tried to tie their inflation to to the price, which is uh, Kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's intuitive and counterintuitive at the same time. So uh, maybe anyone can share some some thoughts on that. I'll jump in really quick and say I think it's a really strong idea. Actually, I think in an ideal world, validators would would be paid in a stable coin and have like a, a flat payment. Mm -hmm. They would receive some sort of high margin for for their work, but I agree. Like in a bull market, even with lower inflation, you still have node runners earning an insane profit margin for essentially like a fixed rate cost plus human labor. So I do think there can be more of a balance and dynamic um, reweighting in a way that's still a very really like a really really good profit margin for a validator but also in a way that's not detached from like the reality of this the service they're providing yeah so maybe in, it, it kind of ties to uh you know uh, if we continue the thought we can just talk about uh stable coin returns right so we, we might imagine a project with you know with with a very high inflation, but whose price is constantly going down. So these the 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 USD or USDT returns would be uh, you know zero below zero, and then I mean that's that's kind of, that's another way to look at this inflation. It's it's much it's much harder to cal. I mean it's harder to calculate. Right, you need to to to, to add uh, or to consider the price as well. But I think in the end of the day, this is also something that people, uh, at least some people may want to be looking for, like, okay, what is their return 
in uh, stable coin uh, or or in Bitcoin or in ETH or or anything else, right? Because the price also plays a crucial role. And I think, uh, I mean, the the decision. I I think, and and maybe somebody else can share. I think one of the motivations of the community and and like overwhelmingly including large validators uh you know for this move to reduce inflation uh it is a hope that the price would go up as the result and that you know real returns would actually or you know stable returns would actually go up right is that the right way to look at that I think so because I think people ultimately think about their costs in terms of dollars or euros or yens, right? Like that—that's what ultimately their secret return is being translated back into. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that lowering inflation. The reason large validators would agree to that is ultimately because they do think it would improve their their bottom line, or I suppose their long term bottom line. Yeah. So I mean, so far it seems. I mean, of course, we don't know what what uh, what results from what, but so far, uh, I guess the, the price performance kind of shows that there is maybe that maybe there is certain connection. I don't know again if anyone did any like proper research showing or isolating the inflation or isolating how inflation influences the price. You know, in a in a in a vacuum, right? In a because right now, you know, whatever happens with the price, it's not really easy to attribute it to any particular uh, any particular thing, right? We have no idea. Uh, maybe just the market. Uh, I mean, it's it's I know uh, it's it's almost definitely a combination of things. But how much every move or, or everything. Uh, this community is doing uh, influences the price. It's it's really hard to say. I think one of the most one last thing I'll add, and then I'll I'll be quiet for a bit since I've been chiming in so much. I think one of the most interesting kind of proxies for inflation is stake secret. Um, stake secret redemption rate is technically worth sixty five cents versus secrets trading at like forty four cents. And so the gap between those two is essentially represents like stake secrets and auto compounding staking derivative constantly accruing inflation. So I think essentially if inflation had been 0% since, oh, when did it go live? I think it was March of 2022 and assume everything stayed the same. Like that's essentially the gap in price. Um, It's like 66 cents. That's, a tokenized representation of secret capturing all inflation constantly versus regular secret, of course, isn't capturing any inflation. And so that gap, 66 cents to 44 cents, I think is like a pretty decent representation of that. Red, would you have any comments you want to add on that if you get what I'm going going with there? Yeah, I, I do think that's a, a good measure of uh, inflation. I know that we at least have a lot of community members that look at the differences between shade secret ratio and the shade stake secret ratio is just like comparing how um you know inflation affects these um these trading ratios over time because like generally historically there are particular ratios that uh people have have traded and speculated on for shade and secret and uh you know that that 
the ratio against steak secret, um, in my opinion, is a little bit more interesting just because that's accounting for uh, inflation. And so, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see what people focus on the most uh, when it comes to speculating. Um, yeah. And and has this ratio changed? Has the price of stake secret changed after the proposal or after, after it was published or after it was uh, uh, adopted? I would say it it's probably a little too early to say what the uh, impact on stake secret is. Um, generally, liquid staking derivatives have been popular for tokens that have higher inflation schedules. Um, so I I personally assumed that there would be somewhat of a uh, a reduction in stake secret supply at least uh a little bit initially as people are exiting a staking position mm-hmm. um, but i think over the next month or two we'll have some better data uh kind of giving us an idea of all right after people have had time to process the the inflation change and how this is going to affect any trading strategies that they might have um looking at how stake secret supply um and its and its usage um in DeFi will be interesting, and, and same with uh, same with Secret. Like because the opportunity cost to forgo staking rewards um, and or unbond Secret to move into a liquid staking uh, position, um, I'm personally thinking that Secret's utility or Secret Secret's utility in DeFi um, should increase uh, over the short and long term. Um, how how stake secret reacts to that not sure um i'm sure it will still continually climb but i think uh secret secrets uh utilization will will climb a bit faster especially in the short term so we should expect like the 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 gap to 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 become smaller right between stake and uh and uh, unstaked secret right yep Nice. I was just looking at the proposal that Adam put up recently, um, proposal 848, where they changed the inflation rate from 14% to 10%. And it's interesting to look at the votes. It looks like their validator set was a lot more divided on how they voted on this. It looks like it was 41% yes, 32% no, 7% veto, and 20% abstain, which is a very different from secret where we had 80% yes pretty much 0% no or veto and 20% abstain so it it looks like the secret validator set is pretty unified on their thoughts on this which i think is good um but yeah it's, it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays out on other cosmos chains like the cosmos hub and we can definitely adjust our plans according to how theirs goes as well. Um, And something else to note is this was just a temporary inflation change. At least that's the plan. This is supposed to be a temporary change. And we have some additional research and plans that Secret Labs is going to be taking on in early 2024, which is the longer term plan. 
Alex, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit more on those longer term plans. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So, so we we are you know kind of starting this this research now. Uh, we might do it internally. We might maybe use some outside help for that. And and the idea basically is uh, a to fine tune um, the the inflation um, and uh, other parameters like maybe consider uh some uh burning uh to to happen burning of gas um and consider things like do we want to uh to have a fixed inflation or do we want to have this cosmo style floating inflation dependent on on the bonding rate um and and mainly what i wanted to do is to do some modeling really and to see what would happen uh if the price goes this way, or if the price goes that way, or if the bonding rate, or if like the bonded percentage goes up or down, so just doing some some simulation, some analysis to feel more comfortable and more kind of more prepared to what might happen uh, as the, as the result. Right. So, so my original idea idea was to first do this uh, research and then uh, to implement the change. But then um, this idea was this idea kind of popped up and uh, made sense. So now we'll even have more data uh, to look at um, in this research. Hopefully, we'll be able to use those weeks of uh, after the inflation was changed to. Uh, make some more assessment but again as we just discussed the, the the influence of this on the price i mean on on the one hand it it's it is related but we don't know how much and probably we will never know how how much this change in inflation you know actually bumped the price where it was uh, two weeks ago yeah, so we, of course we'll share this this research once it becomes available. We'll take some time, so I, I think it will be ready. Like, um, and again, and again, you know, it's still in discussion. So you know, I, I cannot even like commit to whether we're going to do uh, like a big uh, research or maybe maybe a smaller one. But we want to do something to for, for both us and and mostly the community to feel more more comfortable uh, and hopefully get some insights into how things are connected and what are the trade-offs. Yeah, I think, you know, from uh, from our perspective, I think one of the most beneficial things that could come out of um, a reduction in the inflation parameter is uh, an increased utilization of secret in DeFi. Um, when you look at opportunities for secret holders to do something with their secret to earn yield, whether it be provide liquidity, borrow land, collateralize to borrow stable coins, um, or or just trade, like the majority of secrets liquidity for trading and the majority of secrets trading volume is on centralized exchanges. And um, I think that this reduction in the inflation uh, opens up a really good opportunity for secret uh, liquidity and utility and decentralized applications um, can grow. Um, you know, since I, I don't know when the last time inflation was changed or if it has been changed historically, um, but I'm assuming that 
if this inflation change was made in the past, the DeFi opportunities available at that time were probably fairly limited. Um, and so I'm, I and the rest of the Shade team are really interested to see um, what this inflation change, uh, what sort of environment this creates for secret holders to be able to use that, use their secret in DeFi. Um, like I said, the, the opportunity cost for stakers is reduced now, uh, like the cost of unbonding your secret if you're currently staked and going and doing something with that uh, in DeFi. Again, whether it be liquid staking it and then doing something with that liquid staking derivative, whether it's just providing liquidity uh, for, for um, you know, the base asset, borrowing against the base asset. Um, that That's personally what I'm really excited about. And I think a lot of the Shade team and other DeFi teams um, around the cosmos are interested in that. Um, you know, for the longest time, uh, for looking at decentralized applications, Osmosis had the deepest liquidity uh, for Secret. And pretty soon after the launch of ShadeSwap, ShadeSwap became, um, you know, the best trading venue for Secret. Um, but still, comparatively speaking, you know, Secret com or uh, Secret apps relative to centralized exchanges, uh, centralized exchanges still vastly outstrip the volume for uh, Secret. Um, relative to DEXs. And so we're really interested in seeing that ratio shift more in favor of uh, utilization of decentralized exchanges. And I think this uh, inflation parameter is a great step forward to being able to make that happen. I brought a couple of speakers up on stage. Um, Ace, do you want to ask a question? I just wanted to add that. Uh... The last time that we changed inflation was uh, back in July of 2020. So before we even had uh, any bridges or, or even uh, secret contracts. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was way before secret swap or Sienna swap or anything like that. Yeah. So this will be a really interesting uh, point of inflection to, to look at. And if Ace is not uh, ready yet, Mr. Bams, you can go ahead and ask your question too. Okay. okay. Uh, good evening. Hey, how's it going? Good how's evening, it going? Okay. Very fine. Um, I I will make a little digression if you permit me, because it's more it's more like I want to um ask a question. I've been a listener, and I've always been I've been a learner all the while on this. So. Um, I'm the president of AFRI, Africa Economy Engineering Initiative. And um, having been the president, there is, a, there is a process, a project that we have on ground. Because what we do is we, are, we build value for abundant resources to eliminate the waste, which we believe that's the, that's the main challenge we have in the economy, organizing the abundance of Africa, starting from Nigeria. So in the process, there is a, there is a distance, there is a break in connection between the modern the modern um the modern ecosystem of technology and the way it is currently in um, nigeria and africa and what we have is that um a good number of the young population are moving from focusing on the development of the environment into the crypto they are moving into the crypto space and ignore, ignoring the 
the uh, the focus on the environment, the development of the environment on the domestic, on the domestic sphere of the continent and on Africa. And we having a solution that is working on the abundance. We are looking at a way in which we can connect. Since we can't change the tides of things from stopping the young generation into venturing into crypto and um, out of the place of um, stabilizing, living, uh, seeking for better livelihood and ignoring the, the environment that is deteriorating that needs to be organized, community development. So we are looking at connecting the world of the solution system, which focus, which focus on the, the, the development of the economy with connecting it with the crypto space where the operation there is there is more like a, a a pattern in which you can run even though you are in the in the in the crypto world you are not directly on ground developing the economy the environment the community development but you can as well be involved by having um um token shares from the economy system if it can be converted into a form of um crypto where the system will be converted into crypto while it's having on ground it's having, it's also hello can you are you getting me yeah I, I hear you um i think this is probably not related to our inflation discussion at all so let's yeah do you want to shoot me a dm and we can discuss this i definitely want to follow up with you but just want to make sure we stay on the topic okay. of inflation for now for everyone exactly else exactly but, but so i will be able to contact connect with you after this meeting yeah you could shoot me a dm on twitter all right all right we'll talk about it thank you very much sorry for the digression. yeah no worries no worries and all right we had another speaker ace did you have a question you wanted to ask i think you're still on stage hello look can anybody hear me yep. yes i yep. can did you have a question you wanted to ask i think maybe you can't hear us could be a classic twitter space rug never know uh ace I'm going to remove you from the stage, but feel free to request speaking position again if you want to. We'll try to get you back up here. In the meantime, if there's anybody else in the audience that has a question or just wants to join in the discussion, feel free to put your hand up and we'll bring you on stage. I have a question. Um, have Have you considered the the uh, adding burning to the tokenomics? Yeah, so so there was there was this there is this idea of uh, potentially burning the gas. Uh, the gas fees, um, and this is something we will uh, look at uh, as part of this uh, of the research. Uh, that would uh, create uh, deflationary pressure. Uh, you know, like on Ethereum, I think right now the the it's actually like. It, it it kind of fluctuates between being deflationary and, and inflationary because there is certain emission every block uh and also there is the burning of the of the gas fee or at least part of the the base gas fee so there are uh periods when ethereum is deflationary because more fees are burned than new coins are minted uh, which is obviously a great i mean i mean it means that the network is used uh, a lot, but I just read that uh, recently, due to uh, kind of lower gas fees, I guess, and, and more and more stuff happening on L2s, Ethereum is becoming uh, a little inflationary. But I think 
we would also want to be in a position where the uh, the the fees are in you know commodity fees are significant and burning them um, actually significantly reduces the the number of coins in circulation and thus and thus you know reduces the inflation or even creates a deflationary pressure because you know that's our one of the favorite crypto thesis is that you know bitcoin is great because it's limited so it's a, it's a, it's like it's there's no inflation it's not inflationary because the number is finite and known um so i guess on on in a way getting to this getting closer to being uh finite or deflationary would pump the price up but on the other hand, you know, with Bitcoin, it's funny, nobody knows like what exactly will happen in uh, whatever it's like, what, 100, uh, I guess, 120 years now, like what will happen in one, 120 years. And, you know, uh, after, when, when the, the Bitcoin emission is, is done, is over. So what would happen with mining and network security and, and everything else? Uh, I hope we're all there on that day and uh i mean we could uh, repeat the discussion um so what do, different chains have different mechanisms for burning what is the mechanism on secret is it the same as cosmos and and how is that different from other chains uh i guess it's just sending the coins to a zero address that's that would be it that's that's burning and i i from what i know most of the chains do this right so you just send those coins to a to an address that does not really uh that is not uh, accessible anyway and they, and they just, they're just actually uh, on cosmos you have much more freedom than that you can program it into the chain that uh, you actually burn the tokens but the the actual burning is done but i mean there is a special action that's called burning yeah okay yeah because otherwise the like if you just sent secret to uh, an address that wasn't accessible those tokens are still in the total supply like we'd want to actually remove those tokens from the total supply amount okay ideally i i think i think that would be like the ideal obviously if you send the tokens to an address where they can't be accessed you're it's functionally the same but also you know when people are looking at yeah, uh, supply changes you know they'll still see yeah, the impact of those tokens that were that were burned but they're still in the supply yeah that doesn't really give an accurate picture of the actual supply Mm. Well, more, more importantly, more importantly, it it contributes to inflation staying near the max inflation level versus the min, um, because it's included in the supply and it's an amount that would never be staked. So it's a permanently unstaked amount in the total supply. Got a couple more speakers on stage now: Guillotine and Vaughn. I did have a question. Can I run with it? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so there's not many exchanges that right now are currently doing secret staking, but 
Kraken is one of them. Uh, have any discussions been like have any discussions occurred with exchanges in relation to the inflation change? Not on our side, not on the lab side, at least for now. No, haven't we haven't talked about uh, any we haven't talked with any listings about or any exchanges about the change in inflation. Um, but that would be an interesting topic to dig into a little bit more. So I'd be interested in like hearing more about it. Yeah, my question definitely isn't specifically related to listing. I'm just curious what they think about it because I I know in general, uh, uh, very broadly speaking, um, they looked at returns in like in general uh, when deciding if they were going to stake here or exchanges in general do this. Um, but exchanges also stake coins that have much lower inflation. I would just be interested in hearing what, if they have any opinions that they would share on it. Yeah, really interesting question. Maybe we can check right now how Kraken voted, uh, and that would give us an indication. Kraken doesn't vote. Oh, okay. I mean, I've never seen it. Yeah, I think that's the case for most exchanges. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, definitely worth reaching out to them and seeing what they think about this and as well as the future plans that we have for this. Yeah, the, just on that point, Patrick, exchanges don't vote. It seems more like a set it and forget it thing. Like there's a lot of evaluation up front. And then unless anything changes, that it, that listing kind of just stays there. Um, unless there's some external pressure to change it. Some of the exchanges have been asked in the past if they're going to let voting pass on to users now that there's the, I think we have the fractional voting thing in our version of Cosmos SDK. I, I think so. Meaning, I think that a validator can uh, vote with a portion of the voting power, but I haven't double checked if it's on secret yet. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Vaughn, did you have a question? Uh, yeah. Um, what kind of time frame are you looking at for the research on inflation? And are there other projects or ecosystems that you're watching closely for this? Uh, so the timeline is uh, Q1. Uh, so it will take probably several weeks. So I guess we can expect it to end uh, by the end of Q1. Um, yeah, we will be looking, we are looking at Adam um, at Cosmos Hub now, and we will be looking at more. Uh, for right now, it looks like uh, we, with, with our 15%, we were uh, on the higher, um, you know, in, in Cosmos VS, right? We were, like, I think only Adam was higher, and now they're lower again. Uh, also, Omniflix, I noticed that Omniflix has like crazy inflation, but I didn't research yet like why and what's the I mean. They have like 32%. Uh, but all the other Cosmos chains I looked at are, you know, 10, 8, 7, like I would say average of 7, some are 2.5, and some are 4. I think the, the interesting cases are exactly those discussions and actually. We are reading up on the 
Cosmos Hub discussions and Anom discussions uh, and research that others published about, you know, the potential effects of reducing inflation uh, or changing inflation and some, and some ideas like what I mentioned, like stable inflation versus this uh, oscillating inflation that goes up and down uh, and others. So yeah, we'll be doing more, more of that, but right now I, I cannot name any, you know, like specific set of projects we'll be looking at, but Cosmos is, I mean, it has the closest, uh, more, I guess, the tokenomics and, and other Cosmos changes. And the economics as well is is kind of similar to to ours, so it's a great source of uh, information. Yeah, I have a I have a quick question, and I think maybe Alex or uh, Guillotine, you might be best suited to answer this. Uh, you know, when we think about the impact of adding some sort of burning mechanism. Um, you know, the, the impact of that burn is contingent upon the use of the block space and, and how much gas people are using. And I would imagine that for most Cosmos chains right now, the implementation of a burn mechanism would provide um, pretty minimal impact to the actual uh, removal of tokens from uh, total supply. I'm curious, has there been any sort of uh, benchmarking for like what uh, some level of burn mechanism would uh, would have at current uh, block split block space utilization. Um, only very basic one, uh, and we know that the overall the total daily fees are right now. I think it's in in tens of dollars combined. If I'm not mistaken, so it's not super significant. Uh, but I think as we're getting uh, hopefully closer and closer to the bear market, and also as we are developing our privacy as a service and offering, essentially offering more of our block space to the outside world, uh, this may become, this will become uh, bigger. Uh, and the effect will be bigger, but yeah, we'll need to see the numbers uh, for sure, and, and again, model the things like because in it, later on it may come to also raising the the fees uh, in a way, right? So we'll need to model okay, how like what would that mean for for the fees to be I don't know ten thousand dollars a day. Uh, hundred thousand dollars a day uh what what kind of usage does that entail uh and then we can check if the network uh supports that amount of usage uh right now from the scalability point of view so there are some interesting questions there uh, i think in when doing this research it's also this kind of research is also important not to pursue every possible avenue because you know thinking of that they're kind of endless but this is an interesting definitely interesting topic that can be relatively easily modeled i guess um since you mentioned me i'll i'll chime in if that's okay uh i don't think that the fees are ever going to be meaningful to burn it's very symbolic to have burning of the fees though um and i don't think it'll ever be super significant because in Cosmos, 
people are very fee sensitive for whatever reasons that people have in general for being fee sensitive in Cosmos. But um, in the original discussions about like the fee proposal or the burning proposal that passed, you know, it was said that like Secret Labs should do their research and decide how to implement it, of course. And some other comments that were made is that uh, burning shouldn't be thought of exclusively in relation to fees. There should be some other mechanism. And the door is pretty wide over, wide open for what other, like what else would be burned or how that would work. Um, I don't even have a suggestion on it, but like in those original discussions, which weren't terribly long ago, um, that like it was said that there should be something else as well. But I, I still do think that like, much like the inflation change, that's not going to have an immediate impact per se on price. Um, but it's, it's symbolic. Like a lot of people are just around this sentiment that like, this is good, uh, even if it's not an immediate impact. And I think that burning fees is still, it's good optics. It's good to have the mechanism there in general. Um, especially if we do something that actually takes them out of the supply. And, uh, I think it should be coupled with something else. There should be some, uh, something else that like some other source of secret that gets burned um maybe that means tighter integration with dApps and economic models there or something uh, i don't know what it means really but if we could crack that that would probably be ideal yeah that's interesting thanks for sharing this yeah yeah i agree at least in in uh at our current place in time i think that if if a burning of fees was was implemented you know tomorrow um i agree i think it would be mostly symbolic um but also on the other side like with the like uh, alex said the work that slabs is doing to to make our block space more available make our private computation more available for other ecosystems. I think that, you know, anything to drive additional demand for, uh, for block space, um, is good. You know, that includes launching D apps within the actual network and also allowing D apps outside the network to be able to, to interact with smart contracts and, and, you know, push transactions to block space. So from our side, like shade side, you know, we're, we're most interested and and most uh, aligned with creating additional utility within the ecosystem, um, and so it seems like from slab side they're also you know making D apps with uh, on secret easier to interact with, making it easier for us to iterate and continue building out, but also being able to drive demand from like the other side of the of the equation, which is cool. Injective has some interesting mechanisms that maybe the shade team could look at since objectives doing it kind of as a as a dex they collect trading fees and then they burn they have an auction for those trading fees that are collected and then they burn the the winning bid it's kind of complicated to to describe on a space in just a minute but uh it's definitely something else to look into just some other ideas on how you can incorporate burning mechanisms but we're getting close to the top of the hour, so I think we should go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, if there's anybody else in the audience that has a question they wanted to ask, feel free to raise your hand and we'll bring you up real quick.
in the meantime, I would just say to look forward to future discussions on this. Um, join the secret Telegram and Discord, and you can get involved in these discussions. Definitely always good to have more input from the community in these decisions and um, keep an eye out on Twitter. And we'll definitely be putting out more information as Secret Labs makes progress on that research. And we may even see another prop go up on chain before the final research is complete. I'm not sure yet. I mean, it's really up to the community. That last proposal was put up by the community and the community voted on it. So thanks for attending this space, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week, same time as usual, 5 p.m. UTC on Tuesday. And till then, have a good week. Thanks for hosting. Bye, you guys. Everyone, great, great conversation. Learn some new stuff. Thank you. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Stage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle. Beats tearing apart your community. All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege, commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.